Winnie Mae. So uh, welcome to my podcast. Um, so I just wanted to take an opportunity to introduce you um, first before we sort of got into anything. Um, so this is Wendy, Wendy Neal. Wendy's an integrative uh, counsellor and has uh, been, has been uh, qualified in counselling um, clients for 15 years. Um, me and Wendy actually worked together in um, an occupational health environment and uh, I think we were together for about three or four years. Um, Wendy has uh, given me a great deal of, of comfort over the years and um, she and I, I believe, sing off the, the same hymn sheet really and uh, very much connected. Um, I've always found Wendy to, to just always be non-judgmental. She's always been patient um, with me and clients um, and she's always provided um, certainly me a, a place of safety and sometimes I think in the workplace that's, uh, that's a rarity. Um, so I consider Wendy to be a wonderful friend. Um, she's certainly got lots of wisdom that I know that she's uh, she'll share, um, and uh, she makes me. Well, she certainly you certainly make my world a better place in um, to have you in it. So uh, before we go on, I just wanted to thank you for uh, for being the wonderful person you are. So thank you. Oh, Kim, that's really really lovely. To oh, well, and, you you mean a great deal to me. And it's just lovely to have you with me doing this this morning. Oh, thank you. And thanks for asking me, because I feel honoured for you to have asked me to do it. Um, it's not something that I, I sort of get involved in normally, but it's it's nice to connect and do something like this. So thanks for asking me. Not at me. all. Really no, really looking forward to having a conversation and, and certainly, yeah. you know, looking to help people. Um, it's, in terms of what you're doing now, you know, I, I know we're both working in, in private practice. I know you're you're working in a successful private practice in the West Midlands. Um, and really today, you know, I know we've had conversations about what we can sort of talk about and what we think would help people. And I think we, we sort of felt that anxiety was perhaps the a subject at the minute that was sort of really prevalent in today's um, society, really, and, and what's going on for people. Yeah, definitely. I think um, anxiety, the symptoms of anxiety has definitely been on the rise for a, a number of years now. Mm -hmm. um, and I think a lot of that is just down to different pressures that we all face uh, mm -hmm. in an ever-changing world. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's something that people really struggle to to cope with. So I think yeah. it's helpful for people to at least have some understanding what about their anxiety because I think the more you understand something yes the more you're able to deal with it and find solutions to, to how you manage it no I think you're absolutely right because I don't know about you but I find a lot of the time in my work that sometimes just explaining something to somebody makes it less scary or people feel less alone oh yeah definitely I mean people feel that they're the only person that experiences that and when when they come to you and start talking to you and you you kind of identify mm. and help them to identify they no longer feel alone they feel um well actually you know it, it it's okay to feel it's not okay to feel like this but yeah. it's not unusual to feel like this like yes. it's not just me yes because um, i think it's part of the anxiety is that feeling of being alone and, and struggling alone. no i think yeah. you're right and, and i think that's true of so many so many mental health um issues or, or situations is that people and I think that's probably why people don't come forward sometimes because they feel it's just them and that there's something wrong with them whereas actually when you when you can sit with somebody and sort of explain to them that some of the symptoms that they're feeling and experiencing are normal um, it starts to help to break down some of that stigma yes definitely absolutely yeah what uh, I suppose you know I'm conscious that um, you know like I say in today's society and perhaps 
certainly since uh, you know that the lockdown is that um people have, have sort of talked a lot about anxieties and anxieties raising and i know that um sort of when i've um you know i read our local paper the other day that was talking about the fact that um mental health referrals have, have actually reduced um I, I know there's a local campaign in my area trying to get more people to actually self-refer now um for, for mental health support because i think um less people have, have actually engaged in now um and we also know that in terms of um you know in other ways not not just mental health but you know you look at um, um accident and emergencies that actually accident an emergency there's figures out there to say that actually we now it's it sort of halved its use in the last sort of 10 weeks or so so I suppose I'm conscious that um you know I think we've we've been very much told to sort of stay at home and, and look after ourselves but I think sometimes that's come at a cost of people's um certainly you know I know our interest is mental health but I think that's come as a cost and, and people are are perhaps struggling and, and they're sort of feeling that they shouldn't be reaching out and yet there very much will be symptoms and signs of people experiencing anxiety of, of which I think is very you know very real and, and we're already seeing it. Oh yeah and I think part of that comes with, with the fact that you know you can't just you know our GP surgery does an open surgery so if you turn up at eight o'clock in the morning mm. you will be seen by somebody yeah. and I think the fact that GP surgeries have closed down essentially but they haven't no um, but I think that's the feeling that, uh, that is that there's this massive problem out there so my problem's quite insignificant yes I don't want to put any pressure on the, on the services so I'm going to keep away I can manage this I, I know that's probably they've focused a lot on the physical as in going into A&E yes um, but as we both know a lot of people will have gone to A&E previously mm -hmm. um, with mental health issues if they've been at that point of crisis yes um, of suicidal thoughts things like that and I think you know it, it is quite concerning to think that that people are not um, accessing those services which are still running absolutely initially I think we all felt everything else had closed down in the hospital and every, all the focus was on um, coronavirus and that was it yes so I think trying to get that message out there so I think people are staying home doing exactly that because that's what they've been told to do but at the detriment of their own health yes um, you know and of course we're not connecting in the way that we would normally be connecting with people so people feeling more isolated yeah um, so I know I don't. I had um, a text from our GP surgery on Friday actually, mm. um, giving me the contact details to make contact if I needed any kind of mental health support. Right, right. Um, which I thought was 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 quite helpful. Um, yeah. I haven't tried it just to see what it was like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Out, but uh, I may do that. Um, Absolutely. At least then you can offer it out to people. You know. Yeah. Because um, not all surgeries do things like that. You know, but um, I was quite surprised, actually. But, yeah, so it's things like that. So it's, I think people have just been too afraid to access support or feel that, you know, with, with these, these bigger things with people dying, yeah, that, yeah. That, that it's not important enough, but it is important. I think you're absolutely right. You know, I think, I think one, there's probably been a, an overuse of, of a service at times um, because I think when we know that something's then available and something to oh, fall back on, you know, yeah. we, we, we turn to it, don't we, which is understandable. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, you know, that there is also the fact that people have felt that, um, you know, actually COVID-19 is more important and that, that their issues is less 
so and therefore they shouldn't or they're a burden to be asking for help whereas actually you know we we know that in the long term short short term or or long term is that actually that help is really really important um and like you say wendy it is out there and and we you know i I would encourage people to access that in in whatever form that feels comfortable for them yeah yeah, definitely, because there's lots of, you know, online there's lots of organisations that are also offering sort of helplines and things. Yeah. So, you know, there is support out there. Um, but, you know, people, I think, are a bit reluctant to use it. Yes, definitely, definitely. And, and I think, you know, I think some of it has also been, in my experience, um, sort of, especially with counselling, it's become very much, we, we've gone, a lot of us have gone online, haven't we? Uh, yeah. Well, I think, you know, the, the, the profession has gone online, um, you know, and I know for people that that's um, different things for different people. I think, you know, as a younger generation, um, they're, they're probably more okay with that um, and probably find that easier to use, although I think in terms of how they use it is different. Um, you know I think they're more into the the, you know the experiences that I have they're more into text messages or whatsapp so you'll get one word answers or you know get very short sentences yeah um you know for other people you know they'll go onto zoom they'll go onto skype I think for the older generation again we have to be careful that you know this there's a a generation that isn't necessarily um something that they've used before Um, you know so again I think we've got to be really careful in terms of you know what how we offer the counseling as a profession because it's different things for different people yeah definitely and I think for me I struggled in the beginning um to do any kind of messaging or just telephone I have found it easier to do um sort of video calls with people yeah just because I I prefer to see the person I'm talking to yes Um, yeah and I think you build a better connection that way than you do where there's no sort of physical appearance contact I think it's good to see the person definitely so um, I have done a few things that have been literally phone calls, but I don't feel that it's as as good as as the um, you know doing a video call. So yes, yeah. And do you do yours like on FaceTime, sort of WhatsApp through that? Yeah, medium? FaceTime, WhatsApp, um, yeah, whatever medium that people have got to use. Really, I yeah. don't fit in with that. But I think it's it, you know it's it's important, and I think initially people were reluctant thinking it's only going to be a few weeks and then I think as time's gone on people thought you know actually I do need that support yes and I need to you know get that support the best way that I can so um yeah in that way you know that that kind of social media has had a positive effect because it's enabled us to contact and have contact with people in a much more physical sense I think yeah 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 absolutely and and I think again in my experience um I've found that you know whilst perhaps the frequency that I've I've spoken to people has changed um there are other people that have wanted it more you know more often the appointments more often than than what they had before or some people you know again we're having to sort of cater and change for for what people's circumstances are obviously you know we've got people that are furloughed um you know people are at home now trying to do it you know amongst everything else that's going on for them um you know so it's 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 trying to encourage people to find that safe space but you know I, I, I guess you're the same that you know it's we've had to find that flexibility to um you know for ourselves and for our clients in terms of what works for each each other oh yeah definitely so it is about being flexible and sort of not being rigid and this is the only way that I can practice and I will only do this it's yes I think both you and I work in a very similar way that it is more about it's client-led so it's what feels right for them 
um, yeah. is, is the most important thing as long as we can fit in with that. And, and I think both of us would always do the best that we could to do that. Yes. Um, but yeah, I think it's so important to, you know, I've certainly have some clients at the moment that are having two sessions a week, yeah. um, which is unheard of really. But I think it's just yeah. because, you know, the worries out there are so big that I think it's, and because there's less connection with other people in their lives, yes. you know, that actually they're reaching out and, and, and sort of needing that little bit of extra support. So, you know, yeah, it's, it's about being flexible. Yeah, absolutely. And I suppose, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, as we're talking about anxiety, for me, um, the connection or lack of connection is something that could, that also has, has created some of the anxiety, I guess, as we've become less connected to people. Um, you know, we've, we've moved away from loved ones. We've been encouraged not to see them, I guess. Um, you know, friends, um, relatives, uh, you know, who, whoever they are. And, and I think, you know, certainly anxiety. I, I suppose one of the things I'm finding in this, this time is that things sort of come to the surface a lot more or we sort of um everything's magnified a lot more so i think anxiety is probably one of those that has come to the surface a lot quicker oh yeah definitely because you know people are you know living in very unusual circumstances how often do we kind of spend so much time with our family um yes and you know if we do it's because we choose to so we might have a family holiday a family getaway you know True. but we other than that we we all tend to be off doing our own thing and when we come back and we might have some time together but it you know this has kind of forced people um to kind of be together um yeah and, it, and it's it's finding a new and that in itself can create anxiety because it's everything is unfamiliar isn't it really yeah Apart from our home you know yeah um, even being in the home and and you know sort of having to fill a day if you like um, yes you know is, is a big thing when we're used to having a schedule to work to so absolutely you know, so I think that in itself creates anxiety um yes you know and, and with people not being able to go to work and and things that they're actually all the good things that are good for us really um yeah that routine yeah. structure you know as much as we don't like to admit it we are creatures of habit uh, yeah and that's what's good for us so yeah I think all that has, has added to the to the anxiety levels definitely yeah and, and how would you say you've seen the anxiety sort of manifest itself in people in terms of their sort of symptoms what are they sort of displaying I think for a lot of people I think there's been a surprise in that people don't realize that a lot of physical symptoms are connected to anxiety so you know headaches you know, feeling sick, nausea, those kind of things, you know, yeah. feeling tired, feeling run yeah. down, you know, people saying, well, you know, I've got nothing really to do, but I'm so tired, you know, um, mm -hmm. all mm -hmm. those kind of things really. So, and I think sometimes it, it's helping them to make the connection between the physical and the emotional. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. If they if they can understand that that actually the, the physical is linked to the emotional and it's how, you know, you're feeling angry frustrated you know lethargic all those things that we feel different different emotions all the time but yes. like you say they're all magnified aren't they absolutely you know, um because we don't have that sort of you know even the journey to work if you get in your car is is time on your own time to think um, mm -hmm. but a lot of the time we haven't got that time on our own even so you know absolutely so many different sort of ways and things that we're having to learn to deal with and we are but you know it takes time 
yeah definitely definitely and like yeah you know i think i find that you know there's lots more reports of people not being able to sleep or it's restless sleep and i know that's something that's affected me in certainly this period sometimes is that um you know it's much more of a restless sleep than what it would have been before um you know like you said breathlessness and also overthinking i find that people are thinking an awful lot more and i guess that comes back to the the point you've made is that you know people have have got much more time on their hands Mm -hmm. you know that there's not so much the distraction anymore is there so you know that there's the overthinking that, yeah. that can equally start the the sort of a sense of panic the heart palpitations the sweating yeah. um the feeling out of control yeah definitely because you know it, it we, we do have that time to think and and you yeah. know the, the the more time we have to think particularly if we're, we're, we're that way inclined anyway um the more we can catastrophize things so you know and we are going to be worried you know yeah. We, you know, we're worried that fam- family and loved ones could, you know, could catch the mm-hmm. virus. So that there's that underlying sort of, you know, fear. Yeah. Um, yes. Fear of of what's going to happen, and then you've got, you know, if people aren't working at the moment. It's what's going to happen. You know, when when furlough comes to an end, what's yes. happened? Will I have a job at the end of it? When when the thing's going to get back to some kind of normality, so that other shops can open, and we've got some yeah. kind of. Um, social life that we can go to so you know as much as we know that you know all those things we it, it kind of feel selfish but, it, but actually it's not because it's about actually um that's what provides work for people you know so yeah um you know the more that we're, we're not providing that work outlet for people the more they're going to worry and be anxious about the future um, yeah absolutely and i think one of the things that when we sort of spoke before you you mentioned um, maslow's hierarchy of yeah. needs and i think that's really really relevant in this oh yeah because if you if um and if people aren't familiar with it um maslow's hierarchy of needs is, is looks at um depending on what you, i i use the, the very straightforward five tier model um mm-hmm. which is level one which is food a shelter food water warmth yeah yeah um and you know sort of um, and then going to that is is two into two is like the job security, you know, having um, somewhere to leave a job that you can afford to pay your bills, all that. So we feel secure. We've got a home. We've got we've got all that security of a job, and, and after yeah. that, because you know, it becomes family, friendships, and a sense of belonging. Um, and of course, then you know, as you go up the scale, up to the self-actualization, a lot of people don't get always reach that point, you know. Mm. Um, but I think what happens is that that at the moment where we've probably all it for, where we we kind of feel that we're valued, respected, we've got a job, we you know we've got a family, we've got support around us. Um, yeah, a lot of people have dropped down to um, only having the basics of of food and shelter. Um, they yeah. haven't got even the job security. So yeah. that in itself will, will create so much anxiety because we've suddenly gone from being mm. quite self-sufficient, happy with our lives in general, to mm. suddenly having this this additional worry and then there's all the press with, we're going to go into a recession and how's that going to feel? You know, we've got to get everybody back to work, but we're scared to put people back to work. So all that creates the anxiety so we don't feel safe so we we, we drop down yeah. right down to the bottom levels of it really which is basically we've, we've got a roof over our head because that in itself is a worry because if we're not working we can't pay for it so you know it, it is a massive massive thing really so 
you know, and, and as Maslow says, that we, those are the things that we need in order to create the better things in life, you know. Yes. So we need our basic needs taken care of, you know, before we can do anything else. Yeah, yeah. And I think you're absolutely right. You know, just looking at that model, I think it just shows in psychology that, you know, it's recognised actually as human beings how how we work and actually there's certain things that we need, yeah. um, you know, and actually the, when we work through that hierarchy that, you know, our, our sort of um, our lives or how we feel about it is different. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think like you say, that, and I think the difficulty with the situation that we found ourselves in is that we've very quickly gone from from a, a stable level or a level that you know we, we were coping yeah. at not and that wasn't the same for everybody yeah. um you know i appreciate that but we're very quickly that the rug's been pulled yeah. from under our feet yeah. um you know and therefore the, the the i think it's happened quite quickly in terms of how people are feeling yeah. and, and not understanding yeah. well you know what what am i going to do yeah. or you know how how do I, I regain that because we've not even had time to process no, that really that's right we, we, we're still trying to process that and carry on and adjust to everything all in the same time frame um so all that just makes us even more anxious yeah creates even more worry. Yeah. yeah 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 and and i don't know about you you know i think when i've i've uh you know, in, in the work that you do is that we quite often will find people, um, and this was before COVID-19, you know, I think these are things that we would do with anxiety anyway and, and you know, lots of different um, health situations is that we'll quite often suppress some of these things. So the emotions that we're feeling, um, you know, you talked before about, you know, the fact that we now think, you know, we've got that time and, you know, yeah. we're now thinking more yeah. um, and, you know, that in itself causes anxiety. And I think, you know, now that we 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 would have used and I guess still do but I think it's different at the minute is that we would have turned to behaviors that would have helped to suppress some of that emotion yeah. so you know I quite often will we'll talk to clients about you know whether that's gambling which I'm told isn't a, yeah. you know there's nothing to gamble on at the minute anyway yeah. um uh, you know in terms of shopping or food yeah. or alcohol yeah. or the, there's gaming there's so many things yeah. that that we will turn to and still will yeah. turn to in terms of suppressing that and I think the difficulty is and and I think, again, it's, it's probably even more relevant now is that those things that we've used to suppress aren't probably working to the degree that they were before. No, don't, no because I suppose what we've got is far more of those emotions. So they're not going to yeah. work in the way that they would because we, you know, we may have moments in our days where we feel anxious normally, um, whereas at the moment yeah. we're probably feeling quite high levels of anxiety most days. Yes. Know, so... Um, so we are all those emotions that we, we're trying to suppress, but at the same time, sometimes it, it's better if we can actually acknowledge that it, actually I am feeling scared, you know, um, yeah. I am fearful. Um, and it's just acknowledging that that it's actually OK to feel that, you know, it's not yeah. it's not unusual and it's not wrong. I think people often feel that unless they're feeling positive emotions, they have yes. to push them away, you know. Um, but sometimes we have to accept the 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 more negative. Shall we say? I don't think that they're always negative, but you know, it's just mm -hmm. it, it's just finding a way of of dealing with those emotions. But all our emotions are much more heightened, aren't they? Because we, as we say, we haven't got those distractions. Yeah. It's finding ways of dealing um, with how we're feeling to to help us to feel better, rather than um, you know trying to suppress it with 
you know, sort of, you know, maybe drinking or gambling or shopping, things that we do. We go out to shop, don't we? Oh, I don't, yeah. I'm not feeling great yeah. today. I'm having a bad day. And we go shopping. Yeah. Um, and we can't do yeah. that, you know, but, although I'm sure yeah. a lot of online shopping has increased, but yeah. that's not quite as exciting, is it? <laughs> absolutely no it doesn't quite you know deal yeah. with that that sudden you know need to fix yeah. something is it and, and I think you know you're absolutely right um you know I, I can't remember the guy that I was listening to the other day but there was a podcast and he was talking about the fact that you know academically we uh you know obviously we go to school we, we talk all these wonderful things but we're not we're never actually taught about feelings and emotions yeah. and actually how they come up within yeah. us um you know and quite often I'll talk to people about the fact that they're transient yeah. um you know and I think sometimes people you know, find that that sort of not poo pooing it, but you know, it can be felt frustrating because obviously we, we don't want it, so we just want to yeah. get rid of it. Um, but with emotions, that they are transient, yes. so you know, whilst they're with us, and and like you say, you know, we, we sort of have labelled emotions in terms of well, this feels good, but that's yeah. bad. Yeah. Um, they're just emotions, yeah. and that they they will move yeah. through us, and sometimes they take longer, yeah. and sometimes they they yeah. don't, you know, take any time yeah. at all. But I think you know, it's and, and I think again because of this situation is that now we've got that time, and we we we're actually feeling things more than what we would have done before. So this is all a bit strange and, and it's uncomfortable because you know we, we've managed to sort of push it down or push it yes. away yeah yeah whereas actually they they do go and, and a lot of the time I don't know about you but a lot of the time I find is that quite often certainly the, the difficult emotions can bring great insight oh definitely yeah uh, yeah because it's those difficult ones that are the ones that we really have to work on um but actually yeah. that they if you can work through them you get a greater understanding of 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 how you feel how you, and acknowledging how you yeah. feel. And when you can do that, you know, when you can sit with your feelings, it's so much better at the end of it to actually work out why you're feeling that way, you know. And actually it's like, you know, we may feel sad, but none of us ever feel sad forever. Um, but it's at yes. that moment in time, it's accepting that, yeah, I, I do feel sad, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and allow yourself to, to be sad, you know. That sadness yes. isn't going to last it will move on yeah like you say it's transient it will change you know something yes. will happen to yeah. change it so yeah and, and I think you're right in terms of you know even with sadness what whatever those more negative emotions are is that giving ourselves permission to feel them because um you know sometimes we, we do need to sit in that place and just accept that that is you know for whatever reason and wherever that's come from um you know there's the, there's been a change of energy there's things that are feeling a lot heavier you know there is a lot of sadness and then I think it's a collective sadness and that actually sometimes we need to feel that rather than push that away to really acknowledge how and what is going on I think now that we've spent some time sort of looking at what the symptoms are and um you know looked at, I think Maslow's hierarchy of needs really helps in terms of helping us understand that there is some theory behind our emotions and and actually what our needs are and um how you know where we are within that that hierarchy will affect yeah. you know our um yeah, I was going to say our moods. I guess it is moods, but also our behaviours. Yeah. You know that 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 intensity yeah. of those those um, feelings, really, and emotions. And then equally, you know how we've talked about um, acknowledging those emotions, how they're transient, um, and actually being with them where we can, and, and sort of not labelling them into good and bad, and actually, you know, allowing yeah. them to be whatever they are. 
I suppose yeah. I just wonder what um, what tools you suggest is the tools that you sort of suggest to clients or, um, you know, what, what would you recommend that people could do? I think one of the, there's, there's several things I do. Some work, some don't for people. You've got to look at what works for yeah. you. Um, I certainly do a lot of meditation, yeah. um, which helps. Um, if I can do that and I can do it outside, that's even better. Okay. Um, but I know that doesn't suit everybody. Not everybody wants to sit still in their own space, but I think it just gives you time. You know, you don't need to, to have a script or anything like that, but just sitting with some nice music in the background and just sitting outside will just calm you down and help you to feel a bit more grounded. Yeah. Um, and just kind of connect with those feelings, but but also to kind of negate some of those worries. Um just to get a moment where you're actually relaxing because obviously with the physical symptoms a lot of time it's a raised heartbeat it's all these other things so if you can just sit in some stillness um that's great um but that doesn't suit everybody so i think sometimes even just being creative so if you have got a garden or you you know can do some window boxes or something just you know maybe Mm. planting some seeds or plants or whatever and being outside again that helps Mm, mm. um because you can you're kind of connecting on a good level with nature and and all those kind of things really help you to and and if you do do something like planting or do something creative you know if it's something arty or baking i know that's been a problem with with yeah flower yeah but people have been really sort of um inventive with what they've done and you know it doesn't have to be um you know complicated things or you know it might be you know look up crafting and things like that things because i think sometimes we feel better if we've created something yes um you know we feel good that oh look i started with those things and look what i've made from that so it's about you know being creative um i think the other thing as well is is kind of writing your worries down Mm Um, because sometimes they can feel massive um, and you could go back two days later and read them and think, why was I so worried about yes. that? You know, so it's just kind of sometimes it, it feels massive because it's going round and round and round in your head if it's written down. Yeah. You know, and sometimes it's it's like not a, a massive journal, but just kind of whether it's been a good day, a bad day, an okay day, because sometimes we can have one bad day and we think, oh, it's been a terrible week. It hasn't. It's been a terrible one day, but that yeah. one day has taken over the whole week because that's what we're focused on. Yes. So sometimes it's just, you know, sort of putting the positives down, write the positives down. I always say, whatever you write down, end it with a, po- a positive thing that you've done today. And even that, if that is just, I've got up and had a shower, yeah. you know, I've done my hair because at the moment, you know, people are struggling with even those yeah. things. Yeah. So, you know, or, you know, I've, I've been and got some shopping for somebody or I've, I've done a nice thing for somebody. Again, it's it's that's where people have wanted to reach out and do things for other people yeah. because it makes us feel good. So if there's something that you can do for somebody else, you know, yeah. um, that's that's great. So um, I, I don't know about you, you know, what tool, tools you use, um, you know, that's probably different to mine. Yeah, hopefully. yeah. You know, I, the, so some of them are the same and some of them, are, yeah. you know, I, I suppose, well, meditation, absolutely. And, and I think one of the reasons for that, and I know meditation is not easy for everybody. So whether it is, you know, just relaxing or bringing, you know, people back to the breath. Um, I think for me, it's about um, 
bringing people back to the now I think that's the great thing about relaxation about nature really is that um, you know sometimes we can get anxious because we're thinking about the past or we're thinking about the future we quite often you know certainly at the minute is well what if this happens or what if that happens or you know and because there aren't the answers at the minute or or they're not coming you know as quickly as we want and and I've you know I've talked to people before about it's a bit like the the pause button has been pressed and we're not quite sure when play is going to be hit again Um, so I think you know meditation is a great one for that and relaxation because it brings us back into what we're actually doing now and and like you say the creativity yeah. in terms of the cooking and creating something or, or yeah. you know planting is that we, it actually forces us in some ways to actually be present in actually what we're doing rather yeah. than running yeah. away with ourselves yeah and um, one, one of the other things i sort of suggest and I, and i think um you know sometimes it can be more for panic attacks um you yeah. know and i suppose that there's a um, um, you know, I, I think anxiety comes on different levels, doesn't it? Um, you know, I think panic attacks, um, you know, is, is probably at the, the worst end of that, um, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but, you know, one of the techniques that I suggest to people is square breathing. Um, so where yeah. they, they're focusing on the breath. So, again, this is about bringing people back into the, the, the now. Um, but actually yeah. that you find a square. So, you know, there's squares everywhere. So, you know, if you're outside, it could be a window or a road yeah. sign or your phone. Um, a, you know a door there's the, the squares literally everywhere um, and you just literally follow the outline of that square round so you know for, for the top bit you, you know from the, the top yes. left hand yeah. corner to the yeah. right you'd, you'd breathe yeah. in and then you breathe out and in and out so you're just following it round that way so you know it's, it's trying not to over complicate it for people but actually giving yeah. them something to focus and, and do yeah. I suppose the other thing for me um, is is um, exercise. Um, I know it certainly works for yeah. me. Um, yeah. You know, and again, it, sometimes that doesn't always bring us into the now because I know when I'm doing my exercise, it can just be a way of processing what's going on. Um, yeah. But you know, we, we know that the endorphins that are released through any sort of exercise, you know, it doesn't have to be yeah. cardiovascular. Just that sense of movement, yes, um, you know, can actually yeah. really, really have benefit in terms of the, the sort of uh, endorphins, that sort of feel good chemical um, that we yeah. get in our body. Yeah, and you're right because when you're exercising you don't realise, but your mind is actually processing a lot of thoughts that we're having. Yes. And that's that's fantastic because actually what that means is that those thoughts then have done exactly that. They've processed rather than being stuck there, yeah. going round and round in that circle. We've actually, if you like, filed some of those thoughts away, which is so important. Yes. Yeah. 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 No, I think you're absolutely right. I, I know for me personally is that um, I use running. Um, and by the time yeah. I've got back from my run, if, if I've gone yeah. out with, you know, something on my mind or something's, you know, I need to think something through. Um, yeah. you know by the time I've come back from my run it's, it's done it's gone it's sorted um, yeah. you know I know for other people they'll say that actually just running um, and again it doesn't have to be running but I know for some people they'll say you know it's not even about the processing it's just yeah. um, the beating of the pavement you know listening to, yeah. to what's going yeah. on around me yeah. and again yeah. that just brings people back to the now so I think you know yeah. it, it has a, a, an amazing way of just yeah. you know uh, processing and, and helping people ground yeah, and it's that focus on on doing something that kind of takes your mind away yeah. from the thing, the very things that you're worrying about. Again, I would always say to people, limit how much news, yeah. social media, you know, because we're, we're we're all guilty of it. We sit there on social media, yeah. and then suddenly we're ranting about something, and actually, yeah. 
you know, that's okay, but limit that time that you do that, you know, shut away from the world. Because a lot of the things out there, we have absolutely no control. Absolutely. So if we can just feel in control of our own little life and our own little space, um, other things, you know, but at least if we can can feel in control of some of those things, then that helps us to feel better as well. Yeah. You know, like you say, it's not about the future. It's not about the past. It's what can we do right now? No, no, absolutely. No. Well, thank you for sharing those because I, yeah, you know, I think they're really helpful. And, um, you know, I think if people can take something away, just, it's not even about doing all of them. Is it, you know, I I quite often say to people, you know, it's not about overdoing it. It's just doing one of those things, whatever it is that appeals or helps. Yes. Yeah. It's just finding the things that work for you individually. You know, like you say, we've, we've all got different tools that we can offer people, but, they then find the ones that work for them. Um, you know, some people can sit and read, yes. other people can't, you know, because they can't focus on the book, but other people can get lost in that book and it, it takes them a million miles away from, from yes. the here and now, but at least then they're relaxing a little bit. So yeah, definitely. You know, just whatever works for you, really, but just sometimes it's thinking about different things. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing as well is a lot of time when we become anxious, we, we stop doing the things that we normally do absolutely we're just spending time worrying so it's 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 like even looking at things like well what what would i normally do now what you know because yes. we suddenly realize well oh well actually yes i would have been going to the gym so maybe i need to find another way of doing that yes you know? so it's just thinking about what you used to do that that helped you to feel good yeah. you know mine i've got two dogs walking the dogs you know which yeah. is um really you know a good way of kind of getting out there getting the exercise um but also it's quite relaxing so you know yeah and i I think it's also about not feeling bad about these things i think again we quite often um you know struggle to think of ourselves first um yes. i think this comes yeah. back to self-care in some ways yeah. um you know we sort of stigmatize self-care into it being a bad thing i think it's probably more these days probably slightly better um but you know actually we need to do these things for ourselves because if we can't if we if we're not in a good place then actually we, we can't serve others in a good way either or we'll struggle no. to do that you know our capacity or our abilities less so actually yeah. it's so important that we we turn to ourselves first Yes, and not feeling, you know, if you if you decide if you'd normally be at work and you actually sit down in the garden yeah. and read a book for two hours, that isn't two hours of wasted time. It's no. this this kind of feeling that we need to be on a treadmill yeah. and doing something that's seen as productive. You know, well, actually, that's productive for you to sit and read. That it's productive for you to go for a run. Yes. You know, all those things are productive. So, yeah. um, but it's not feeling, or it, it's you know, it doesn't count look after yourself it's so important that we do look after ourselves yeah Yeah. absolutely and if we can take anything away from this time I think that that is one of them you know and hopefully you know people will do that more and more that actually they you know we we need to you know it's not about feeling selfish or guilty we we need to do this for one another yes definitely yeah we do yeah well Wendy it's always a pleasure and I always uh love spending time talking to you and uh can't wait to to uh, to do that again with you um, no, never run out of things to say do we? never <laughs> never so i've got a couple of quick questions to ask you yeah. um it's, it's something I've, I've sort of done a couple of times um so i feel like i'm putting you on the spot so forgive me if i am and if you can't think of an answer it's fine um so i suppose what what helps you relax um i think for me um 
it is about uh, my meditation is really important to me. Yeah. Um, I like to spend time and um, I think as well, I always try and be positive. Yeah. Uh, um, because if we don't have faith, yeah, yeah, if we don't have hope, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, then we feel lost. So I think for me, it, it, you know, if I can do that through meditation and think, right, you know, and um, I think, yeah, I have got little hobbies that I do. Um, mm-hmm. I've suddenly, you know, sort of started knitting again, which I haven't done wow. for about 40 years. Yeah. Um, but actually I've found that to be really creative and, and um, my family have joked because, you know, normally if I'm trying to do, if I'm cooking and it goes wrong, it's yeah. like that nobody comes in the kitchen. <laughs> um, they found that they said, well, you've knitted that three times now and you've undone it. And I said, yeah, and they said, well, you're not really getting very frustrated with it. I said, no, I said, I've been okay with it. So it's just, it's yeah. just finding new things, you know, yeah. um, but that for me, so I do like to be creative. So those are, are important things for me. So, you know, yeah. Brilliant. And have you got a favourite film? Oh, <laughs> <That's laughs> that put you on the spot now. The one, the one that, I, that I've watched um, recently was um, a film called Yesterday, which is like a British. Oh, yes, have you seen it? And yes, um, where the the guy sort of wakes up and and nobody remembers the Beatles. Yes, and he's a songwriter and he's suddenly creating all these fantastic songs and yes. everybody thinks he's wonderful and for me that was complete well one it connected me with my sort of childhood and growing up because um the Beatles were around sort of yeah. in my, I'm gonna say early years not not teenage years yeah um, but it, they were very much the family thing yeah um but also it was just that that connection with with a lot of the Beatles songs are quite upbeat so there were yeah. the, the film was purely you know, fantasy. Yeah. Um, but it was escapism yeah. in a good time and it was a feel good film. So that is my thing that I will yeah. probably take that I've enjoyed watching recently. Yeah. And, and I think music is so um, uplifting in itself, isn't oh, it? Yeah. You know, if we can yeah. listen to music, it, it, that's another thing that can just change yeah. our mood. Yeah. And again, that's something that, you know, probably we could include loads of things on this, couldn't we? But, you yeah. know, we all know we could put music on that will make us feel sort yeah. of sad but there's also yeah. so much that we can put on i think stevie wonder was on the other night there's a thing on bbc4 mm. and you forget how many fantastic songs he's written wow. you know um and and once you start listening and you, and you connect with it again and then you think of times oh yes you know so yeah. it, it is fantastic as an uplifter yeah. yes definitely yeah. no definitely yeah. um and final um uh, quick fire question for you yeah. what's the best advice you've been given or or it doesn't even have to be the best advice what's the you know i'm conscious i'm sort of dropping this on you you know what, what would you give as a good advice to people um all that has that is a hard one (laughs) dropping that one there um i suppose um for me it it is always about um seeing the positives i think yeah um in my upbringing i had two very different parents one who was very upbeat and one who wasn't right Um, and i think i followed the upbeat one Yes, that that there was always um, there was always a reason to 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 live, to be here, to to enjoy, yeah. you know, to find the joy in things, the simplest yes. things, really. Yes. Um, so that's always been my philosophy. It's very much um, 
I'm not somebody that needs a lot of outside influence to feel happiness. I, I, I enjoy the simple things. Um, and I think that's that's really important to me. Yeah. Um, you know, family, friends. Um, and that's where I've, I'm, I'm probably missing the most at the moment. So, yeah, like yeah. a lot of people, you, you know, you don't realise, do you, until it's not there anymore? Absolutely. Um, and actually what we do enjoy, you yeah, know, can be that, the simplest of things. Yes. Yeah. But that just makes me grateful, the fact that I have got that, you know. Yes. Um, so I think it's, it, you know, the best advice I've always had is, is having gratitude, really, for what you have got. And yes. think focusing on what you haven't got. Yeah, no, absolutely. we've got a lot more than we think, you know. No, so. totally. No, well, that, that's been fab. I suppose the, the last thing, I, um, you know, I'd say or... or, or you know ask of you is is there an email address or something that you know if people do want to get in touch or interested in your work is there yeah. a way that people can contact you yeah i've got an email address it's a therapy at wendyneal.co.uk and just to emphasize the neal is spelled n-e-a-l-e okay awesome. it's therapy at wendyneal.co.uk that's fantastic okay well Wendy, thanks ever so much. And I have no doubt if uh, you're up for it, we can do another one. I know there's plenty of things that uh, we can always chew the fat over. So, yeah, definitely. Uh, no, I've really uh, enjoyed it. Thanks for asking so Not at all. <laughs> I'll and, be uh, more prepared for surprise questions next time. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to have to change my, uh, my quick fire questions now. <laughs> Bless right. you. Well, thanks Thank ever you. so much. And have a good day. And I'll Thank speak you. to you real soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.